Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today is Friday, April 16th, 2021. Like I mentioned yesterday, I am doing an episode that goes up on Saturday um, just because this kind of marks the end of a a week. Um, and so I want to do a specific episode that goes up today for um, just to conclude really all of the, the things and events leading up to Prince Philip's funeral tomorrow. Um, and then... I will do a funeral episode that goes up on Monday, and then for Tuesday, we'll be back to normal um, daily events, including anything that happens over the weekend related to any of the other royal families. So I know, like, Spain will have something tomorrow, um, so that'll go on the episode on Tuesday. Um, But I just wanted to give those brief updates because I know it's weird for me to come in on a Saturday morning. Um, even though I've now done it for a week straight. Um, but I wanted to make sure that this went up today to talk about the final things leading up to the funeral, um, as well as just the daily events. And so it kind of ties the week up in a pretty little bow. Um, and then because we'll cover Monday events and weekend events on the episode on Tuesday, We'll just kind of start from there. So I want to get started today with the final information we have in the lead up to Prince Philip's funeral, which is um, about 15 hours away now, a little bit less actually. Um, It's 12.30 a.m. in the UK, so... Things really start at 2.30 p.m. there, so I guess 14 hours. Um, So, with 14 hours left, um, this morning, the Earl and Countess of Wessex, as well as their daughter, Lady Louise Windsor, who is 17, um, viewed all of the floral gifts that have been left at Windsor Castle um, that were moved inside the perimeter um, and laid out very nicely, um, as well as um, the floral wreaths offered by uh, the Prime Minister on behalf of all the British people, as well as, from what I can tell, it looks like some foreign um, royals sent wreaths, which is, this is actually a very common thing um, for those of you who are not royal funeral aficionados. Um, This is standard practice when a member of any royal family passes away that pretty much every single country will send a floral wreath. Um, And if it's a a lesser level royal, then they are sent um, just from the royal families primarily. But um, I wasn't sure how they were going to handle that. This time I expected them, but it seems like at least for now they're inside the perimeter of Windsor. I don't know if that's where they will stay um, or if they will be 
moved into St. George's Chapel tomorrow. Um, I would assume they're going to be outside, but I saw what I assume are wreaths from Luxembourg because their flag was on the ribbon, Norway because their flag was on the ribbon, and then there was a wreath of um, red and yellow, which I assume is Spain um, because the, the floral arrangements are typically in the same color pattern as uh, the royal, the flags of each of these countries. So um, that was there. They did um, show a picture of the one from Boris Johnson on behalf of the British people. Um, but yes, so Edward, Sophie, and Louise viewed those this morning. Um, I think they have been, they live fairly close to Windsor, so they've either been staying at Windsor or traveling in every morning. I'm, I'm genuinely not sure. Um, but they were out and about in uh, the Windsor town today, I believe. Um, that I don't really want to talk about too much. They were paparazzi photos, but um, this is like the one time where it's like, okay. Um, so then there was the heartbreaker. Um, still not sure how I'm going to get through this without crying because I've literally cried every time I've seen the photo, every time I've written about the photo. <sighs> Today, um, I, I know I've been talking about each social media focus of, of the day, um, and today is no exception. However, the focus of the day was Prince Philip's role as husband. And seventy, almost seventy-four years of marriage, um, seventy-three and a half years of marriage between Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. Um, they were the first ever royal couple to reach a seventieth anniversary, um, and then went four years beyond beyond that, three and a half, um, and. The royal, the royal family social media shared um, several photos throughout the years, as well as um, some family photos with the Queen, Prince Philip, and their four children. Um, but then, shortly after those photos were all posted, um, a tweet came out that said uh, that Queen Elizabeth wished to share a photo from their personal collection. And it was this beautiful photo of Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip sitting on top of this highland in Scotland. They were in Balmoral. And the Scottish Highlands are, I, I've never been to them, um, but I, I've known people who like grew up in them, um, but also just the photos. Are, they're just some of the most magnificent places like to see the most magnificent views um and it was taken in the summer they typically go to Balmoral in August um and will spend most of August there and some of September and even into October occasionally um and it was just this photo of the two of them and they were very um, it looked very casual. They were sitting on the ground. It was taken in 2003. 
Um, so it was, gosh, almost about 17 years ago, almost 18. And um, it was taken by the Countess of Wessex. And it was just, it was lovely and it was heartbreaking. And, you know, I've talked a lot about how this week, like, Queen Elizabeth has kind of gone back to work um, with some really important events. But then, um, you know, today she had to release a message to the people of um, St. Vincent and the Grenadines because there's volcanic explosions happening all over that small Commonwealth country. And she had to send a, a message of um, sympathy and acknowledgement. And um, for the first time ever, it didn't include the Duke of Edinburgh because um, those messages almost always start the Duke of Edinburgh and I. Um, and today it just said I. I was deeply saddened. Um, and... You know, every time the presenters would talk about Queen Elizabeth as a widow, um, I knew that, of course, logically, that's, of course, what happens. But it's going to be very strange moving forward in the world um, without thinking of Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. Um, and so... I think today just kind of like put a reminder on that in terms of, you know, the country is grieving and the family is grieving, but like the queen is grieving 73 years, 74 years of them being you know, announce their engagement and all of that. And then the marriage in November and it, it's just, it was really heartbreaking and my heart just broke for her today. Um, in a way that I didn't really expect to happen. Um, and so, yeah, so tomorrow um, will be extremely sad. And so this is the final update in the lead up to the funeral. Um, I'm really sorry, but now we have to transition to the daily events. Um, because, well, that's what this podcast is normally about. Um, and there will be a complete episode about Prince Philip again, um, on Monday. So, with that, we are going to um, jump now. Um, we are skipping Belgium. So today in Belgium um, was Princess Eleanor's 14th. Nope, that's not right. It's her 13th birthday. Um, sorry, I typed that wrong. Um, and so to mark the occasion, of course, the Belgian royal household released a new photo. I do love that she's born the day after her dad's birthday. I just think that's very sweet. Um, 
but there wasn't any other events. So we're skipping that. Um, there was no court circular today. I was going to talk about the message Queen Elizabeth sent um, in its own segment, but because I already talked about that, um, we, <laughs> we are going to make a really strange jump now from grief and sadness to a birthday. So with this really awkward transition, let's go ahead and move on to Denmark. Queen Margrethe's 81st birthday. And Denmark, because they don't know how to do things small, <laughs> even in the middle of a pandemic, um, they did, of course, scale down. But um, the day was still pretty spectacular. Um, so every year there are these wonderful slash insane traditions Um that are completed in Denmark to mark the Queen's birthday. Um, some of them I love and some of them I'm, I find hilarious. Um, so typically in the morning at sunrise or near, um, Queen Margrethe is awoken by singing from her family. Um, last year, a similar thing happened, but it was singing from the household staff because, of course, we were in the middle of a pandemic. Um we weren't in the middle. We were at the beginning and no one knew what this was really yet. Um, and then this year, I think it still happened, but I think everything was outside and she didn't come out like in her, her nightgown and hair down and like none of that happened. Um, but I do still think the singing happened outside of the palace she's residing in. Um, Later on in the afternoon, there was like a um, small military band, military quartet concert uh, that Queen Margrethe came out with one of her little Dotsons and listened to the music and just sat outside. Um, and then she walked to the front steps and I think there might have been a small crowd gathered, um, certainly nothing like it normally is. Um, and so she did wave from the steps um, just to acknowledge that people came to celebrate her. Um, and so typically there's a larger crowd. Um, they leave, I think they sign a physical guest book um, and do lots of different things. Of course, for the past two years, that has been now digital. Um, but what's cool about digital is like people will send more. Um, so there were photos and collages and just really cool things that were just sent from all over the country to celebrate Margrethe on her birthday. Um, and I just, I wish, <laughs> um, personally, I wish that her birthday were next week, um, because I think in a normal kind of day, 
this would have been a highlight. Um, but like personally, I'm just drained. Um, I was really emotional about the photos released today. There's also, of course, stuff going on that has nothing to do with this podcast. Um, that was just like, it's just been a hard week for me personally and, and on this podcast. And so those two combined, like I've just kind of hit a wall. Um, and I think if this, if these events had come next week for me, like I would have loved them and I still love them. I love the history. I love the tradition. I love the grandeur of the Danish Royal household. Um, you know, they're in a country where they can get away with it and I love it. Um, and by get away with, I mean the Danish, the Danish people, don't seem to throw fits about royal... I mean, they do, but, like, not as intensely as you'll hear from other um, countries about spending and things like that. I mean, Margaretha gets a gala dinner basically every three years, and it's amazing. Um, And it's the only royal house that can do it, you know? I'm... Sweden tries... Norway tries and the Scandinavians can do a little bit more. Um, but I can't even imagine that flying in like Spain or Belgium or anything like that. Um, but I just love the grandeur of it. And I think if it weren't for just this like weird headspace that I, and I'm sure a lot of people are in this week, um, especially like people who listen to this podcast, um, I don't know. I think it would have just been lovely, but it was still lovely. And I'm very happy that she is turning 81 and like many congratulations to her on being 81. That's awesome in and of itself. Um, I just didn't enjoy it as much as I had hoped to, um, which is a bummer, but it was still a lovely day. And I love that she brought her dog with her. Like, not gonna lie, highlight of my day, Queen Margrethe had her dog with her to, like, come out to the steps and also to, like, listen to this small little concert for her birthday. Because, like, you all know, I love my dog. I'm obsessed with my dog. Um, and I just love that she kind of has that, too. It's great. So, that was Denmark today. Um... And now we are going to skip the Netherlands. There were no events there um, and move on to Norway. in Norway today um for a day that had one event we some like on the calendar last night when I checked we somehow have now switched to four um for the day still not really sure what happened there um so we'll start with 
King Harald's events. So King Harald and Crown Prince Akun today held an audience with the Prime Minister. This happens most weeks before the weekly Council of State meeting that they also both um, King Harald presided and Crown Prince Akun was in attendance. So this is King Harald's first Council of State since January. I think late January, but still. Um, and so, again, just, like, very happy to see Harold be returning to work and being, um, you know, back at it in terms of engagements and just, um, presiding over the Council of State because that's something that's every week in Norway unless the government is on vacation. Um, and so it's just really lovely that he's back. Um, I'm glad to assume that he is healed um, and just overall feeling good about his return at the moment. Um, It was a long two and a half months. (laughs) So that was the first piece. And then also today, Crown Prince Akun sent a pre-recorded message to the SKUP conference, which is a conference for Norwegian journalists. Um, where he thanked them for, of course, the critical work that journalists do. Um, And then this was something, this is an event that I don't really think I knew anything about. So, um, because it wasn't held in 2020. In fact, I think this was the 2020 edition of this um, award. So today, I think this happened today. Um, Crown Prince Akun and Crown Princess Matamarit hosted the winners of the Spellman Prize in a, at a small ceremony at Skagum, which is the um, estate that Crown Prince Akun and his family live on. Um, and so they delivered these prizes. So from what I can tell, they're a music prize. I didn't do a ton of research on this. Um, I'm kind of regretting that now that I'm talking about it, but that's okay. Um, they, there were, there were definitely two groups of musicians, um, like a full group and then a single musician who also, um, recorded like in a performance at Skagum. Um, and so that was all done, I think earlier today And then the event in total will be played during tonight's broadcast of the Spellman Awards for 2020. Um, And again, this is something, I don't know if they do this every year. Um, If this is an annual thing, it's definitely not something they did last year. Um, You know, because of how weird last year was, I can kind of remember almost every single event. Um from each royal family almost, uh, except Spain, because they just started doing so many. But for the royal families that didn't do a lot of events, like, I can remember a good few of them, um, and this is not anything they did last year. So I'm not sure what happened there. Um, I mean, I do know what happened. The pandemic happened, but I don't know, again, if this is an annual thing that Akun and Metamarit do, or just they did it this year. Um, I'm not sure. 
So that was the four events. But then also today, um, the annual report came out for the Norwegian royal family, which we'll frequently talk about um, different engagements, budget, etc. Um, over the past year. So I think almost everybody's annual report that releases them have come out um, maybe we're still waiting on Spain, but Spain is pretty open, so they have their budget pre-released, um, like, as soon as it's approved, it's released, but then they'll do, like, gifts and stuff at a later date, so that may still be, um, forthcoming, um, we'll see, but for now, um, Norway released theirs. I haven't looked at it yet, um, because I think it's only in Norwegian, and I don't speak Norwegian, and I think it's a PDF, which means I can't use Google Translate, so I would have to sit down with Google Translate on, like, my iPad and look through it that way, which I probably will do, but I'm not doing right now, um, and if there's anything of great importance, I will share it, but I don't think there is. I think if there were, I would, I would have seen it kind of announced elsewhere by now, um, just in various, like, media that I read to keep up to date on all of this. So, that was today's events in Norway, and now we are going to finish this episode up by moving to the Spanish royal family. Today in Spain, while some may think it's a weekend, it is not, um, because there's still an event tomorrow for King Felipe. Um, so today, King Felipe had no events, but Queen Letizia had her final event of the week. Um, and so she attended a presentation of the Women in Internationalization, which is a very long word. Um, the working group that has been working for the past few months or I think the past year on figuring out different ways to promote women in international work and activities um, in a way to make Spanish women and women in general more equal. So this is from what I can tell, like a collaboration initiative between the Ministry of Tourism, Industry, Industry and Economics, um, as well as the Ministry of Equality, because Spain has one of those. Um, and so they presented their, their research, their work over the past year today, and kind of like a, a discussion, um, and then the two ministers present gave, like, speeches, uh, words talking about the project and the importance of women um, taking an equal role, which it's weird because, like, I have so much to say about this, but also, like, 
it all seems like, well, of course, um, you know, of course women should have an equal role in international activity because women are just as smart as men. Women are just as capable as men. We are not lesser, even though we are fighting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of patriarchy. Um, like I'm kind of in this weird in between generation where I take a lot of my equality for granted. Um, and I'm very rarely reminded that the world is super misogynistic. Um, but I, I'm not reminded of it because I don't put myself in those situations. Um, and so like, to me, this is just like, well, of course they should. Um, also the world would be a heck of a lot better. Um, if women were given equal power, just saying. Um, so that was, of course, a really cool event and kind of like Letizia's week was kind of like bookended by really feminist events, um, which I kind of love because royals are not politicians. They're not political people. <laughs> um, and for that to have now transcended politics in Spain is a huge deal. Like to have Queen Letizia go to something this at the beginning of the week focused on like women's suffrage movements. And I think the first, I think she was the first woman in like the Congress of Deputies, like to have that. And then this where like the focus is on women in international world and like women's equality, like to just have those be kind of the big events of her week goes to show a couple of things. Um, one, they're not afraid to put her in these positions because it's not super political anymore in Spain, which is amazing. Um, but also like she is a woman. She is therefore more than likely, you know, I'm not going to put anything on her, um, but more than likely a feminist. And she's raising two daughters, one of whom happens to be the future head of state of Spain. <laughs> like, I just think it was lovely <laughs> and um, kind of a, a moment where it's like, okay, this is no longer a political debate. Um, you know, there were moments in today's event that were somewhat political um, just because of certain ministers' political beliefs. I just want to say if you're ever in a room and you're not a monarchist and that's totally fine, like you don't have to be. But, like, if you're ever in the room with a head of state or their consort, they go by majesty, your majesty. Like, that's what you say. I'm just going to say that because I was super annoyed by it because someone didn't. And I'm like, no, like, I understand that you don't like this and that's okay. Everyone is allowed to have their political beliefs. But, like... For right now, Spain still has a monarchy and Queen Letizia is still queen and she is still deserving of that title. Every single king or queen is deserving of that title simply because it's written in their constitution. Like, just let it happen, okay? Anyway, that's my rant because it's been a weird day, y'all. Um, so with that, I am ending this episode... Please, like, 
enjoy tomorrow as, or today as much as you can. Um, I know if you're listening to this, you're probably watching a funeral. Um, just take it all in stride. That's what I'm planning on doing. Um, that's why we're not having an episode tomorrow, like right up, um, because I need to take it all in stride and have my feelings because <laughs> here's what they don't tell you about hosting a podcast every week. Well, one, they don't every day. They don't tell you about this, anything because you just do it yourself. Um, but sometimes you have to put aside any of your emotions because you're just, you have to talk about things. Um, and so that's where I'm at right now. Like I've been pushing my emotions for a week on everything because this podcast week is really important to me and it's important to me that I get it as right as possible. Um, and so like any other feelings that I'm having, I'm just pushing down. Um, and so I need to have some of those tomorrow and just be really like on it with myself and start recovering. Um, so take the time to do that. Have your feelings, have whatever you need to be okay. Um, and even if you're not okay right, right away, that's totally fine. Just have that for a minute and then, you know, we will all go back to life. Um, so I will be back on Monday with an episode focused on the remaining anything to do with Prince Philip and his funeral. Um, and then the, the Daily Royal will officially go out of like what I'm calling its mourning period, uh, which is the same for the country of the UK. Um, so on Sunday, things will kind of go back to normal on this podcast as well. Once the, um, special episode goes up on Monday, things will be back to normal. So with that, I'm going to leave you here. Check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, and I will talk to you all on Monday. Have a good weekend. Bye.